Welcome to Do You Want to Keep Playing, a podcast about first impressions. Each week, we'll try out the opening 30 minutes of a game and ask the question, do you want to keep playing? I'm Ben. And I'm Jono. And this week's game is... Goldeneye! Mr. Jono, hello. Hey, buddy, how you doing? <laughs> I took you by surprise there a little bit. I you did, weren't, I was, weren't even looking. I was reading my notes. Oh, okay. What's uh, what's going on, man? Uh, not a lot, man. Another week. Another week. Another, another week? classic game. Another week. Another classic guy. Um, the uh, the aforementioned Golden Eye. Lovely <laughs> Shirley Bassey. No, Tina Turner, mate. Tina Turner. Yeah. Are you sure? Hundred percent sure. No, of course you are. Yeah. yeah. Why would I even ask? <laughs> All right. Brilliant. Um, yeah. Uh, Golden Eye this week, but let's, let's let's just go into the uh, into the weeds a little bit first. Yeah. Um, what have you been up to this week, buddy? Oh, I'll tell you something <laughs> that I saw this week. Okay, I finally got around to seeing Get Out. Oh, all right, yeah, yeah, that film's amazing. That film is amazing. Yeah, I that I because it's not it was marketed as like a horror film. It's not a horror film. It's, it's not more of a thriller. It's, it is a thriller, isn't it? And yeah. but there were a couple of bits in there where my heart was going like to the races. Honestly, I um I've got an Apple Watch, yeah, as you know, which is actually off my wrist right now. But I was mm. wearing that whilst I was watching that film, and it oh, records, does heart rate, doesn't it? Does, it? Yeah, it does your heartbeat every. You can set it to like every thirty seconds or mm. whatever. So I had this chart, and I I looked it back. I looked back at it after the film had finished. And, um, yeah, I had these great big spikes. It was going up to, like, 115, this kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, I, I remember there was one particular scene where I could literally feel my heart going... In my chest. And I was... But the thing is, I didn't quite realise how tense I was until I realised I was amazing. Anyway, I was just like... But it's really good. It's really, really, really good. It is very, very good. Definitely top three films of the year. Yeah, it's top... Yeah, exactly. It's definitely in that in that sort of t- conversation, I think. It's definitely in the, the yeah, in the end of the year conversation for that. Yeah. Well, do you, do you know what else we had this week? It was the San Diego Comic-Con. Oh, yeah. Oh. Of course it was. Oh, man. Well, we haven't even talked about it still. God, I, I know. Be, I, <laughs> I was going to text you earlier today, but yeah. I thought I wouldn't want to spoil the surprise. So, um, we had a lot of trailers. There were lots of trailers, weren't yeah. there? I think Marvel turned up with everything, basically, with everything. didn't they? Yeah. And... I mean, oh, that Thor trailer, man. That Thor trailer. That God. that one for me. I yeah, me too. I've not seen anything that good in years. Just just everything about that. I can't wait for that film. Oh, it just it it was because the first trailer. I'm a massive fan. Just you know, it, they. I thought the first trailer was excellent, and this yeah. one just delivered more exactly. You've got a really sense, real sense of the tone of the film now. Yeah, which is a lot more, a lot broader comedy. Yes, absolutely. Um, but it's still like some of those shots. That shot of um, the, uh, I think she's the goddess of death is the main baddie in there. Oh, yeah, okay, um, uh, sure. Kate, Bl- Kate yep. Blanchett. Um, and all the Valkyries riding towards her with like throwing spears oh, and yeah. motion. I was just like, it's like a painting. It was unbelievable. <laughs> um, and then you've got that great, you know, Thor and Hulk talking. He's like, oh. That's <laughs> nice, like, yeah. I won. He's... I definitely won. <laughs> Um, I, I, what would you even call the style of that film? I mean, I've got no idea because it's it seems to use all the colours. Mm. Uh, it's got this amazing kind of eighties, almost sort of heavy metal style thing. Yeah, it's it reminds um, me weirdly of uh, Glow. 
the yeah, uh, yeah, Netflix yeah. at the moment, which is great. Or the, uh, or the what was it, Jalco, that uh, Super Nintendo publisher, where they had the big rainbow logo thing. Oh, God, came yeah. Out the, yeah, yeah, yeah. I sort of reminded me of a bit yeah. of that. But it's, it's beautiful. It's that wicked. It's amazing. Um, the other, other highlights, then, from the Marvel stuff, they, they played the Infinity War... It wasn't a trailer, but it was like a sizzle reel sort of thing. And well, I, I've, I've yeah. not seen it because it leaked online, but I'm a good boy. It leaked it online. I tried. It. I, it came up and I was like, I'll click on to watch it. And the, it was just so awful. Oh, okay. I was just like, well, I, I want to watch that. as. But yeah. for, I've read the description of the footage and it sounds pretty ace. It does sound pretty cool. Yeah, you've got like Spider-Man in his, in his new suit and all mm. sorts of stuff going on. Apparently the um, Black Panther footage they screened had a standing ovation as well. Wow. Yeah, like people okay. were losing their minds for that. So. Do you know, I was listening to a podcast the other day. It's the uh, Empire Film Podcast. Oh, you love and that one. Yeah. I do love that one. It's very good. And they were they were equating the whole Marvel thing in Hall H, yeah, um, to be similar to you know Beatlemania when that was when that was around in the sixties. Oh wow! Because people just go absolutely bananas. I mean, they were saying that it would have been nice to hear the words in the <laughs> <Thor> trailer, <laughs> but um, but yeah, apparently people were just whooping and screaming and all sorts. Man, just, Marvel really know what they're doing. They at the really. I mean do. that. Put put it this way, the the Justice League trailer they dropped, which is the best trailer they've dropped for it so far. For sure, was still like that's fine. Yeah, it's. I think it's it's nice that they're doing something very very different because mm. just from watching that trailer, you can see how the DC universe is very different to the Marvel yes. universe. Yes, so in, in tone and style, in the way that everything's shot, mm. it's kind of nice because you yeah. don't just want to have more Marvel stuff with different no like, you DC want, heroes. On. Yeah, you want you want something different. You want something a bit. Different. You want apple and oranges. Yeah. What did you think about the Ben Affleck um, maybe hanging up the Batman cowl rumour? Oh, oh he's, he's come out and said that he's just going to do it to well, forever now, hasn't he? Yeah. he? He didn't really clear it. He sort of came out and said he's really honoured to have the role and he'd be in it as long as he was wanted. Yeah. So I, it's kind of he didn't really get rid of anyone's Yeah, concerns. I think he doesn't, I think he had the, uh, the best time Um he I hasn't, think, has well, he? Just, I, just, I think he thought that Batman Superman was going to be like this adored film. And in all fairness, the, everyone, all the reviews I read, certainly, and personally, like he was the best part of that film. For sure, yeah. He, yeah. he is the best part of that film. Yeah, he's yeah. He's good. a good Batman. I like him. Yeah, he's very good Batman. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I just think he thought this was going to be like, you know, this was going to be like uh, a smash hit. Like, like being no Iron brainer. Man or something. Yeah, exactly. Maybe, yeah. It's... Yeah, it's funny because I actually don't mind Batman versus Superman. I don't think it's the the, the demon that everyone. I mean, it's it it's terrible. You're wrong, but <laughs> like, it's really bad. And now we talk Golden Eye. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but the other thing that I quite like from Comic Con mm-hmm. um, was the I, who is it who does Kingsman? Is it Warner Brothers? Oh yeah. Um, oh no, it's not Warner Brothers. No, it's, it's the other not. ones. Um, is it Fox? Twentieth Century Fox. I think so. Perhaps. But basically, that was the it was the only one that that film studio bought the only trailer or the only panel that they bought to Comic Con, and they actually renamed it from let's say it's Twentieth Century Fox, mm. even though it might not be. Someone's going crazy right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, they renamed it to the Kingsman panel. Oh, cool! And that trailer looks that was a wicked trailer. So good, I can't really wait good. for that film. Yeah, so the first one was great. The first one's great. Uh, Matthew Vaughan is yet to make a bad film. He's mm. like 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 Edgar Wright. He just he just makes bloody entertaining good films. I guess he does, doesn't he? Actually, yeah. I, I wouldn't have agreed with you when I first saw X Men First Class, but then I saw it again at home, and I really liked it. It's great. So yeah, it is a great film. Mm. Yeah. Um. So that but that looks great. Did you see the little uh, Archer? Apparently yeah, that, that was, was really, nice. That yeah, was really bad, if yeah. he's the best spy the Americans have got. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, that was cool. Um, but we're not here to talk about uh, no, those spies. But talking of yeah, spies. <laughs> wow, what a finely crafted oh, side segue. Let's talk about perhaps the most famous of all spies. The most famous of all spies, Archer. No, <laughs> Jimmy Bond himself. It is Jimmy Bond, yeah, because we are doing Goldeneye this week. Yeah, Goldeneye the on the N64. 1997 Nintendo and Rare Classic. Yeah. So this was actually suggested to us by a Twitter user. It uh, was. Of us. It was um, at man. I wish I could paint. Yeah. Who I don't actually know. Is he? Is he someone you know? Or he is not. But ah, he's, he's a fan. He's maybe he's a fan. Hey, wicked. Awesome. Well, at man. I but wish ob- I could obviously, paint. I follow him on Twitter now. Yeah. <laughs> um, but thank you very much yeah. for your suggestions, sir. And. Um, yeah, so so we're here talking about the N64 classic Goldeneye. Mm-hmm. Uh, say, Mr. Jono, what do you know about this game? So, I did not have an N64 back in the day. Oh. I, had, I had many friends who did. Of course, you had PlayStation at this point in your life. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well remembered. Um, but if you had anyone, if you sorry, if you knew anyone with the N64 in day, yeah. if you went over and you were like, "Oh, you've got an N64. What should we play?" The answer would always be. Goldeneye, Goldeneye. yeah. Because it was... Do you have four controllers? Yes, of course I have. Let's play Because you forget how, like, revolutionary that, um, the N64 having four ports on it. Yes, insane. Yeah. Um, Has another console done that since? Oh, I guess all the Xboxes and the new PlayStation. Yeah, all that. It's sort of, I mean, you know, wireless controllers, it all does it. But, like, that was the the first one to do it. Yeah. Um, And that sort of four-way split screen. um, Insane. Which, you know, there was then the Halo model, I guess, after that. But this was the first game that redid it. And we played... I mean, I played a lot of um, multiplayer... I never played the, the single player on this game, I don't right. think. I think I maybe saw someone playing it once, but actual playing it, I just played the, the multiplayer. Just the multiplayer And over. Perfect Dark as well. That was a, that was a, because that was kind of the spiritual successor, yeah, was, wasn't it, really? Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was um, I think the single player on that game was a lot better, but mm. the multiplayer, I think GoldenEye, was always the winner. Because um, I, I, too, did not have an N64. Mm. Uh, but I must have clocked up about 50 hours on this game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because my friends had it and you'd just go there and we would literally play all night sort of thing, you know. Mm. Um, I remember I went to my friend Alex's house once and his mum sort of left the, the four of us downstairs in their lounge playing playing Goldeneye. Mm. And um, yeah, she came down the next morning and we were still playing <laughs> and she was like, quite rightly so angrily. Mm. You know, um, but yeah, that was uh, that's kind of my kind of experience with the game. I didn't replay much of the single player either. Little no. bits here and there, so I'm a little bit familiar with it. But mm. from what I can tell, the multiplayer maps are basically spliced from single player sections of the game. Yes, I believe they really reused those assets. And they stuff. did. They yeah. did. Um, smart, smart people. Did there. you ever play like a bit tangentially on the 007 games? Um, do you ever play any other? Because there's been loads over the years. There have been. Um, not really, no. So I, I, oh, God, actually. Yeah, well, I, I worked on one. Oh, really? <laughs> Which one? Um, I worked on the PSP port of From Russia With Love. Ah. Um, this is back when I was in Oxford. Yeah. And another company did the actual PlayStation 2, I want to say. Mm. It was a PlayStation 2 game. And um, the company I was at, uh, they handled the port of it. Oh, nice. um, And, yeah, it's... It, it was fine. It wasn't a very <laughs> good game. And there wasn't anything you could do either. You, I was just there doing artwork for it. Yeah. And we had to keep it exactly the same, basically. It was as close to the original as possible. Sure. Which kind of sullied my experience a little bit. So I'm not, I've, not, I've not really picked up any. Have you? Um, so I... Everything or Nothing on the... I don't know, the GameCube. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, was a game I loved. 
It was really, really, really good. And it was a proper... Like, they'd obviously spent a lot of money, like um, uh, Judy Dench and Piers Brosnan and John Cleese and all come in and done the voice yeah, and the scans and yeah. everything. It was an EA game, I think, so a lot of money. And, like, it had a proper... Like, you know, the proper Bond intro yeah. with, like, a theme song sung by they got proper pop star in to do wow. the theme. And it was... Um, it was it was really I good. kind of remember this. Was it a GameCube exclusive? No, it was on all those. All it was those on all of them. PS2, okay, Xbox, yeah. and it was like a third person run around shooty hand to hand combat type thing. Yeah, sure. But you could jump into vehicles, and there was these like sections. So was, like there was like linear levels, and then there was levels which had massive open world maps, and you drive around in like your car, your Aston Martin, and whatever. Yeah, or your motorbike, and you'd. You'd like, like do missions and you'd have to like work out to infiltrate places and stuff and you had gadgets in the car and things. Okay. And it was just really good. And there are these little bits where, like if you did there was like options to do cool things and if you did like a cool thing you got like a 007 bonus. I seem to remember. I don't think I played it but maybe I watched someone there was, playing there's it. Great, there's great well the one I remember is that um, you're breaking into an embassy as yeah. Bond is you know often doing. Obviously yeah. Um, and you, you, you kind of you kind of rappel into a window and then you walk by as a girl like lying on on the table waiting to be massaged and you can stop and just massage her and you go it's like, do it, do it, like that, and then you carry on it's stuff Utterly like that ridiculous. I know but very much in spirit of the bond very much so yeah yeah, yeah. Um, well that's interesting so neither of us really played much of the single player for no. this then so um, we talked about the games yeah. now uh, bond films bond films how could we not talk about the exactly. bond films exactly I'm assuming that you like me are a big fan I am a pretty big fan of them. I remember when I was about ooh, 20, mm-hmm. so, you know, 40 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> um, they had a whole summer. I was, maybe I was back from university or maybe it was just after like summer school or, or something like this, right? Sure. And it's during the summer holidays mm. and they basically went through um, playing a Bond film every night. Really? On That's ITV. Excellent. It oh, was that, amazing. You know, well, that rings a bell, actually. Yeah, yeah. So, and because it was summer holidays and I didn't have a job or anything, obviously. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got to watch a Bond film every single night, which was Bang amazing. Right. Yeah. Nice. So I think that's the only time I've ever watched all of them. Cool. So, do you, I mean, actually, you messaged me earlier today and said, <laughs> uh, did you, I, I don't know, I've probably forgotten. Was so, it what, top three? Well, your top three, yeah, yeah. for sure, yeah. yeah. Um, I, well, shall I go first? Or go for it, yeah, yeah. So. Top three favourite James Bond films. Jimmy Bond films. Um, so this is not in order of preference. I've, I've narrowed it down to three. Okay. I'm going to go with... In fact, I'll do them in uh, chronological order, because that's how oh, okay. I roll. Sure. So number one, number one yeah. is um, From Russia With Love. Really? Which is excellent and well worth rewatching. Is that the one with the train? Yeah, the train fight. And they kill the fake Bond at the beginning. Yeah, all that oh, sort okay, of stuff. Yeah. I and don't it, really remember that one. So yeah, well, it's but. it's a real goodie. Um it's kind of before they kind of nailed down the Bond aesthetic as we know it. That's like Golden Eyes, like the first one where they have like the theme song and they've got like, you know, the Golden Do you mean Goldfinger? Goldfinger, sorry. Oh, yeah. right, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's the first one where they, and they've got the Aston Martin and the, and the gadgets. Right, and the okay, yeah, yeah. Um, but Rush Love's really, really good. It's okay. Probably one of the best. I think Gold. Finger is probably like the iconic Connery one, but I think yeah, yeah. Russia Love is is definitely there. Okay. Um, second up is the Spy Love Me, the uh, Roger Moore. <laughs> yeah, the for best sure. Roger Moore one. Doing my best Roger Moore eyebrow. So there. I uh... I grew up as a Roger Moore 
was the was Bond when I grew up. And yeah. I've got a theory that whoever you grow up with as Bond is the one that you secretly like best when you tell Really? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to so, blow your theory out the water, sir. <laughs> yeah, I knew you would. But, um, but secretly, deep down, you think that Roger Moore What best. do you expect from a monster who likes yeah. the, the DC films? Yeah, I didn't say DC, I said Batman versus Superman, which is a, <laughs> which is a diseased garbage fire of awfulness. Brilliant. Um, uh, Anyway, so Spy Love Me is yeah. uh, that's also on my list. So let's let's talk quickly through it because I read the synopsis on Wikipedia earlier yeah. today. Um, it's the one with the the, the submarines. It's the submarines eating submarines. Yeah, and yeah. basically the dude is trying to get Russia and America into a nuclear war mm. so that um, they can wipe out everything and then he can start a new race afresh. Yeah, in the, in his nuclear heaven, basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's got Jaws in it. Yes, one of the best Bond villains. Yes, yeah. and it's got Roger Moore in full-on Roger Moore mode. Like he, he I believe totally, the end of it, yeah. he's on like a jet ski, wearing like a suit and a booty yeah. shoes because um, he's 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 baller. Yeah, um, sure. And like it's got uh, it's got that amazing ski stunt at the beginning where he jumps off the cliff and then like the parachute opens. It's the Lang-a-lang, Union Jack. <laughs> yeah. We got, all know the Alan Partridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, of course. <laughs> It's got the best Bond theme, which is Nobody Does It Better by Carly Simon. By Tina Turner, yeah. Excellent. <laughs> yeah. Um, is it, and um, yeah, she's great. It's like a little, little fun fact. I can play that Bond theme on the piano. Oh, can you? It was one of the things I learned when I was younger, yeah. Nice. One of the many things I learned when I was younger. Well, to get your piano out. Yeah, sure, why not? Yeah. Um, go on then. And the third? And the third one is um, Casino Royale. The, of course. The uh, Daniel Craig, not the David Niven um, 67 film. Obviously, yeah. yeah. The good one. Yeah, the not, good not one. The spoof. Which is, I think, actually, um, objectively, the best Bond film. Like, it's I think top, it actually, top of my list. I think it actually is, you know, in, it, taking nostalgia and um, sort of, you know, just looking at it from a purely technical sort of point of view, it is genuinely the best one. Sort Absolutely, of yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, which is just, just amazing. And it still holds up. It's still, yeah, I mean, it's only... 17 years not even that actually 12, 12 years 12 years something like that it's not that old yeah. yeah but it's it's a great film and even when you know all the plot twists and what's going to happen it's still very enjoyable very very good and you know what actually I for all its faults I don't mind Quantum of Solace I know everyone doesn't like that film very much it's not that it's a bad film it's that it, it, no one ever bothered to finish writing the script so it doesn't make any sense I mean, this is this is Quantum sense. of Solace. Is a fight, <laughs> and then Jem Bond finishes the fight, looks down at something, goes "aha," picks it up, goes "we've got to go to Paris," and then goes to "Paris," and then he get has another fight, and then finds something. And goes that was also ah. Spectre. In all yeah. Oh, yeah, Spectre is <laughs> awful. Yeah, um, Spectre is the the worst of the. Uh... Really, not a fan of that. No, film. it's cool. terrible. We, we got through it, but only sort of in a few sittings. It was. Oh, I watched great. the cinema. And it was oh, like, dragged. Um, yeah, uh, but it's 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 breezy. It's short. It's breezy. It kind of and I've I've been told if you watch it just after um, it, has out, that, it kind of makes more sense. That car chase at the beginning is yeah. one of the best things in the entire world. Ever. Yeah, it's a really it's good car chase. Amazing. And then he just flips the boot and he goes, "It's time to get out." Yeah, and then the, it freeze frames on him. The music starts. It's really good. Uh, it's a very good opening. The rest of the film, perhaps not, but um, no. but that bit, very good. Yeah. So mine are um, actually two of them exactly the same. Mine yeah. are actually in order of my you know favorites. Yeah. Spy Love Me at number three. Yep. Goldeneye, number two, and Casino Royale. Uh, number what? one. Do you know what? I was considering putting Goldeneye in instead of From Russia with Love, but really? I thought I'd go classic. I thought I'd like... Because oh. Goldeneye is really good. It's Goldeneye's easily amazing. the best of the Brosnan. Oh, by era. country mile. Yeah, and it's it's it holds up really well, actually. Yeah, um, it's uh, it's a it's a really, really good film. Yeah. Um, a- and Sean Bean, of course. 
you know, for England, James. Oh, it's great. All that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. What a good film. Maybe, maybe I'll retract my From Russia With Love and put in... Well, that would just give us the yeah. same top three. Symmetry, yeah. Which is why we're buddies. <clears throat> exactly. And so, um, okay, bonus question. Your favourite Bond theme and your favourite Bond. Jeepers. Thanks for the warning. Yeah. Via text I, message. Yeah, 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 I didn't... I sprung these ones on you. Favourite Bond yeah. is, is probably... It's between Pierce Brosnan and Daniel Craig, really. Really? I mean, mm. I wouldn't go Brosnan ever, but... I just... I just, I think there's something good about him in Goldeneye that just works. Also, I also like... They're all pretty good, aren't they, really? Yeah. Uh, Timothy Dalton, I feel like we haven't really talked about any of his films. This is slowly turning into Bondcast. Yeah, exactly. Really? <laughs> um, his, his films are more adult. They yeah. feel a bit more sort of mature. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought he was quite a, quite a good Bond. Um, I never really liked Roger Moore that much, but having said that, I haven't seen his films in a long time, and nowadays I might just really appreciate the the casual it's, misogyny. It's <laughs> very wry and very sort. Of, I mean, if you want casual misogyny, the um the Connery the ones Connery are ones just awful. Yeah. Um, but there's a there's there was always such there was always a wry like raised eyebrow with um with yeah Roger, yeah with Sir Roger. sly wink yeah yeah which uh, I always quite enjoyed. Anyway, the, for fear of this podcast becoming two hours long, we should probably actually move <laughs> on to the game. Well, there is actually one last thing before we finish off our Bone oh, yeah. Fridays. Um, yeah. Is that they did a remaster of this Golden Eye game? They did for in the 2010. Wii. It was across a bunch of platforms, mm-hmm. um, so PlayStation and things like this. Yeah, and um, and yeah, and I watched a video of it after I'd finished my playthrough of this, yeah. just to see what it was like. Um, and it's a real shame because so they've changed up Pierce for Daniel Craig for some reason. Shocking. So but, now he's in that. Yeah, but they don't have a replacement for Sean Bean. Right. So there's no Sean Bean in there. It's just some sort of dude. Okay. Um, and uh, and yeah, as we'll get into it, the graphics, the style of the N sixty four version mm. has a very distinct and very bondy look. Yeah, to it, it does. Yeah. And this one, I thought I'd accidentally put on Call of Duty because it just looks like that. Um, remember, we played Call of Duty a little while ago, recall, the Modern yes. Warfare, yeah, and yeah. there's that level in the dark where it's in the rain. Yeah. And you go up and storm the house with your night vision and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was that level basically. Oh. And it was a real shame. That's a real shame. Yeah. Well, I'm glad we didn't play that version then. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, so now we've uh, gone through our Jimmy Bond bona fides. Jimmy Bond. Let's dive in. Nailed it. So that um, that it starts off with the N sixty four Nintendo spinny logo thing. No, before that, oh, sorry. there's a My like apologies. a faux movie rating splash screen. Oh, there is. Yeah, and it says this this is rated for four players, <laughs> and it says under present it's signed James Bond. Very nice. Yeah, Very I thought nice. it was cool. And then you go into the lovely silver spinny logo, which looks great. It does look great, and it's also not the N64 logo, which is weird that Nintendo let Rare, who were a first-party team, do that. Mm. And then you get, yeah, you get the lovely Rare logo. Yeah, you get the Rare logo, because it's a Rare game. Mm-hmm. Obviously, man, Rare were great back in the day, weren't they? It's actually still... This is peak Rare. This is peak Rare. Before... I feel like Sea of Thieves is going to bring back a lot I hope of so, that because stuff, because it looks really good. 
Unfortunately, um, Cameo happened, and then they seem to spend the next sort of ten years in the Microsoft yeah. doghouse. In the doing the do Kinect connect sports. games, yeah. do connect games. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah, it is. So then, um, yeah, I I left uh, the the controller well alone as mm-hmm. as we do. Oh yeah, yeah. So and uh, and Mr. Bond, he walks up to the ca- it's, it's it's that whole like does gun the, scope thing, isn't yeah, it? Does the full the um, Bond intro, the full Bond, Bond. intro, yeah. yeah. And he shoots it. And my very first note is. Yeah. Oh my, another casualty of the Polygon Wars. Yes. Because this doesn't look very good at all. The character models don't look very good at all. Yeah. It's weird. They've got these really basic character models with kind of stretched, scanned faces over them. Yes. So... It's the strangest thing to behold. It is odd. It is odd. But I... um, We'll get into this later, but I kind of think I've worked out why they've done it like this. Is it because it was the 64-bit console? Kind of. No, no. I think there's there's a method here. But anyway, but then you get the... As you leave it running, you get like a proper kind of credit screen where it comes up saying, Pierce Brosnan has... James Bond. Yeah, I quite like that. Actually, well, actually, no, it doesn't say. No, just it says just James, says James Bond. Yeah, yeah. And then there's like uh, sort of all the characters kind of. Jono, Jono is flailing around, yeah. flailing his arms around like a madman, and she... knocking stuff off my table yeah. again. God, yeah. <laughs> it's but not glass just... teapot this time. But... Yeah, thank God for the book. <laughs> um, but they just kind of like. Then I assume that they were trying to make them do poses, like kung fu hands or something. I don't know. But what's all they're going doing is just the limbs are all flailing. It's strange because it's a fixed camera, yeah. so you'd think they'd just go like, "Okay, Mr. Animator, just do an animation of something, yeah. something cool." Just wave. But it's weird, and they've got this weird fisheye lens as well. Yeah. So they look like, um, you know, that South Park episode, uh, cute dogs with a with a wide angle yeah. lens. Yeah, it's it's. Fine. It's it's nice that they're doing something different. Yeah. It, do you know what the, the whole point of this is? It's very cinematic, and that's a word that I'm going to be using a lot today are you? because um, they are good at the cinema, like making this whole thing feel cinematic. Absolutely. Um, but you know, it just feels like you know, you got the Jimmy Bond intro. You get the sort of like sort of you know starring and all that sort of stuff. It's good. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. And then they go straight into a bit of gameplay, uh, pre-recorded gameplay mm. type thing. Yeah. Of um, Oh, yeah, which one did you get? Because there are quite a few different ones. I once about halfway through the featuring, I I, I started the game. Oh, so I get the cr- the crime. Okay, so I, I'll fill you in what happens. Okay, <laughs> they give you about thirty seconds of gameplay. Yeah, of just a random level with him shooting some people and sure. stuff like this, and then it just goes straight back to that opening screen with the this game is rated for four players okay. and they just replay the whole thing over again okay that's fair enough yeah and I let it run a couple of times mm. just to see what happened and they do a different sort of demo bit every time it's kind of cool, cool. Yeah, kind of yeah. cool um, so you go in and then you get um, the first thing you see is uh, you have your save game and it's like a passport yes and they're, they're so like government secret yeah. files aren't they well it's a passport you click on the passport then you get um like a film strip, which has which level you want to play. Yes. So you select um, the first level, obviously. Well, before that... And then you get, like, a dossier of, like, like files. Yeah. Of, to give you, like, an ex- explanation about the level, or your mission, should I say. So there's a tiny bit, which is a very, very important detail before that. What's that? Where you have to select agent, oh, yeah. secret agent, or double O agent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I didn't understand what this was. Did you go for double O? No, I went for the secret agent, the middle one. Okay. But what they do, the difference is, um, it's all about the objectives within the levels that you're doing. Okay. So, which one did you go for? 
Um, I just went um, agent, I think, because I was like, the, I just the first to, one. Yeah, because yeah. I was, I played it. I was like, normally I play on default middle on games, but I was like, do you know what? I want to try and Get experience. As as yeah, exactly. Yeah, sure, for yeah. The, for the, for the, so I just went agent. That's that'd be cool. Yeah. So this is this is interesting because something yeah. happened during my playthrough of Secret Agent. Okay. Um, which really messed it up. But um, but it didn't didn't ruin my experience. Okay. But it just changed the way I thought about the game. Okay, and we'll get into that in the final section, okay. I guess. So you get your sort of dossier, um, yep. which has your mission objectives and stuff, which is cool. Like it's a really yeah. nice presentation, I thought. Yeah, it's very cool. Um, and you go into the game and you get like a little, like a very minor cutscene of a truck coming in something. Yeah, well, there's there's a picture of the dam. Yeah, it's all the very first opening scene uh, of Goldeneye. Yeah, of where Goldeneye, he yeah. um Bundy. Well, in, actually, it's a, it's almost a, it's it's basically the. Ten minutes before the opening shot of Goldeneye, yes, because the Goldeneye opens as we'll all remember with him bungee jumping off the dam. Yes, that's and that's right. the end of this level. Yeah, yeah, that's that's actually the very very opening of that film. Isn't yeah, it? it's it is, him yeah. running along. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, yeah, so this is just him getting there, and basically you've got uh, you go around the corner. There's mm-hmm. a guard. Yeah, there's a sniper tower. Yeah. Now, what was the very first thing you noticed? Oh my god, the this? controls! Oh my god, the controls! <laughs> is that because we are so used to dual thumbsticks? Yeah. Um. So one. Oh god, how does it work? One of them is like left one is just move and strafe. Yeah. It's like go forward, go move back. Move and strafe, strafe, and then look around is the other one. And that's, absolutely. And I remember the first time I played. I think it was Time Splitters two. Was the first time I mm-hmm. ever ever encountered that control method. Okay, and I was like, and you're using the shoulder buttons to shoot, and I was like, com- at the time, completely baffled by it. I was like, I remember saying to my friends, "This is awful. It's never going to catch up." It's, yeah, it's a terrible thing. And then by the end of the night, being like, "Oh, actually, this is the best way you can play first." Yeah, because computer. it makes sense because you've got your basically your yeah. head on one stick and your body on the other stick, and that just exactly. makes a lot of sense. So this this game doesn't do doesn't that. do that. No, it you move around, so it's. <laughs> It's back and forward and turning circle with the thumbstick. Yes. And then the look around is like the yellow... Yeah, it's the camera buttons, the camera buttons. Button. Yeah, the C buttons. But it's also not just look around. So it go it goes look up and down on the camera yeah. buttons and then strafe left and right. And strafe left and right, yes. So you've got move and look on one stick, on, yeah. the, on the stick, yeah. and then you've got move and look on the C buttons. Yeah, it's 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 weird. It's very strange. And, um, it's a bit of getting used to. Well, this threw me for the longest time. Yeah. Um, I've I've written many profanities in my notes just uh, okay. explain this. Move and look is on the left stick. Move and look is on the right button. Yeah. Uh, this makes no sense. Um, so I soon worked out that you can just play on that left stick, yeah. and it plays a lot like Doom, yes, original it does. Doom. It does very because much there's so. a certain amount of auto aim. Yes. Oh, there's a lot of auto aim. Yeah. I mean, I think this was partly because I was playing on the easiest difficulty. There's right. a lot of run and gun, shooty shooty. Yeah, yeah, which I don't know how you're meant to play this because it seems to have some sort of stealth mechanic in there as well. Yeah, you can sort where... of... I, I, um, actually, I don't want to get spoilers of how far I got, but like, oh, I was using okay. a stealth mechanic later on. Okay, sure, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, in this opening bit, you, you got the sniper tower, you kill the guy there, yeah. you get the sniper rifle, and then there's a lovely... The level design in this is amazing. It is. Um, they basically go, here's a little run up to a sniper tower, mm. you go in the sniper tower, you get the sniper rifle... Um, and then there's a lovely long tunnel with a couple of guys running down it, and then you use the sniper rifle. Um, I didn't actually use sniper rifle. I just oh. ran down until. Did you not even bother? No, no, I, I just I ran and going. But um, just interesting. I was reading the Wikipedia page about this. Okay, sure. Um, and one of the uh, sort of notes about this 
um, was this game has subsequently become credited along with Shine Entertainment's MDK, which is a really good game, by the way, good game. for pioneering and popularising the now standard inclusion of scoped sniper rifles in video games. Wow. How mental is that? I didn't realise that. think about it. I suppose so, actually. I can't think of anything yeah. before, well, MDK, but yeah. Oh, yeah, I just, yeah. blimey. That not that cool? <laughs> You're telling me Doom didn't have a sniper rifle? No. You. <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, so I... But the thing is, the controls were really hampering me. Okay. Really, really hampering me yep. to the point where um, it was sort of ruining my experience. I okay. mean, you, you go down that tunnel. Yeah. And then there's another quite long stretch. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's two guys in a bunker and you're trying to shoot them. I was trying to shoot them with the sniper rifle again. Okay. And trying to aim with that thing. Because uh, you hold down the left bumper on the pad. Oh, you can aim, yeah. Don't aim. use that. Yeah, and then you use your actual stick. But the thing is, it doesn't move your head with the aiming... It just has a rescue on the screen that mm. has analog. Oh, obviously, it's analog was a big thing, wasn't it? Yeah. It was like the first controller to have an analog stick. Yes. Um, so yeah, it didn't move your head. It just moved the moved the cursor. Oh, it's it's awful. It was horrible. Yeah, it made me sad. But you got you basically got to, you, that's not how you want to play this game because the problem I've had this as well. Yeah. And the sooner I realised that no, you need to play this with the mentality of like they designed it around these controls. Not around how you play Halo, right? Um, yeah. And once you get that, you're like, it all clicks. Well, do you know what I found? What's that in the pause menu? Yeah. Which, by the way, is him looking at his Amiga. Yeah, C-Master I was about, I was going to bring that later. Um, so good. He brings up Spy Watch, and it's got like it's wicked, isn't it? It's very, very yeah. cool. I like this a lot. Um, yeah. yeah. So you press the pause menu, you go a couple over, yeah. and there are different controller configurations. Yes. Um, so I changed mine to I think it's called like uh, Honeydew or something like this. Okay. Well, no, that's hang on, that's the beer we drink. Yeah. Um, it's called Honey something. Yeah. And um, if you guys ever see us out about in town, uh, buy some Honeydew. But please, uh, Honeydew yeah. would be lovely. Uh, yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> other beers are available. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although if Honeydew wants to sponsor this podcast, we are more oh, than happy. That'd be amazing. Yeah. They could actually pair some beer. Think about that. Imagine that. Wow, living the dream. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I changed mine to the, let's call it the Honeydew configuration. Drink Honeydew. <laughs> <laughs> Nintendo sent me stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, and it just made the whole thing a lot better because oh, cool. it basically changed um, all the movement to be on the left stick. Yeah. And then you could just move your head with the camera oh, buttons. Awesome. But I, I just I just didn't use that at all. I just moved, used it like Okay, I just got, I sort of used to it on the... On the yeah, controls. yeah. Um, but what I mean, once you kind of mac that out, I guess it, it the game comes, like, comes alive, doesn't it? It really does. Yeah. And and we should talk about these graphics because yeah, because they're not they are the lowest of polygons, like the, the lowest of low polygons and textures. So as I was saying earlier, the character models are bad. Yeah. But the actual environments are very clean. They're very they're not detailed, but they're just like. It looks, it's very cohesive and it looks good. Yeah. Like I was a bit, and the guns look really nice. Yeah. I mean, not they, lovely. Not, not, yeah, yeah. It's not like Call of Duty, but you sure. know, it, it all, it, as like a cohesive piece of like art, it all looks like it fits together. And it's that thing I always bang on about. It, yeah. it doesn't matter what you're doing, like what kind of poly count you're pushing around, as yeah. long as the scene fits together and looks really nice. Yes. Uh, and all the bits and pieces inside then it you make forgive sense. It. Then you absolutely do, and and I found myself actually just losing myself in in this world. Yeah, um, and I was there on this damn base it kind of thing. It felt like around. it felt cinematic. It felt like you were in the film. It yeah, wicked. Yeah, um, and the, the other nice thing about having that that low fidelity graphical mm. thing is that um, so on my playthrough, we're yeah. getting to this point now. 
Um, your objective was to get jump off the dam. Yeah. My objective was to disable all the alarms and jump off the dam. Oh, cool. Yeah, well, you think so, because there's a bit where a dude just runs and he presses an alarm as soon as he hears you and all of these guards yeah. come out and stuff like this. Um, so I I just thought, oh, jump off the dam kind of thing. Yeah. And um, and I wasn't even looking at my, my spy watch to look at my objectives. Sure. And I jump off um, and it just goes like, mission failed. Um, you, you didn't disable all the things. So uh, I had to go back and get, restart on, on just single agent. I had, a, I had a similar um, thing that moved the second level. Oh, okay. Yeah. Go on, tell, tell me your story of uh, did Tale you, of well, Did you get to the second level? I did get... So I had to play through... Yeah, <laughs> play through the down. My, my life was pain. Because yeah. I, I basically, I played through, yeah. I failed... I tried playing through it again and I died. Right. Um, because at the end of that dam level, you did you just jump off the dam? You didn't go into any of the watchtowers. I actually went into the watchtower and ended up under, underground, like yeah. shooting people and stuff. And There's then a I bunch realized of guys down there. And then I found the pause menu and it just said you just need to jump off the dam. And I was like, what am I doing down here? Shooting all these dudes. <laughs> and I jumped off the dam. What kind of idiot does yeah. this? Yeah. But it was cool. You're underground and you know you have to like. And there's like, um, I found a computer and it's like, oh, you need to hook up this modem. So I think that's for the double O eight. Yeah, exactly. Perhaps. Yeah. But like, how cool is that? That's really cool yeah. having different objectives for all the different things and this is when I started to realise what this game was mm. because it's not a kind of half-life first-person shooter type thing no it's got more um, in common with the games like uh, those those 2D platformers where you have to memorise a certain amount of the level because mm. you're going to be playing them over and over and over again yeah yeah um, because there's another part of this game and I'm not sure if you're familiar with this um, where they have timed run-throughs and you unlock special things. So, okay, cool. so for the for the for the multiplayer, for example, I think you can unlock like a paintball mode mm. if you complete the second level on on easy, perhaps. Oh, uh, in certain time. In a certain time. Oh, cool. Then you unlock a certain thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that's that's really it just there are so many reasons to want to keep playing these levels to again replay. and get better at them because it just feels by this point it feels quite nice. I also like the idea of you finish the like. You finish the game and you can fail a level, as opposed to you're not doing something and you get an instant. You've not done this, so you failed. You can actually get out and finish the level, and it just goes. You complete these tasks, but you, you didn't do this, so you've actually failed your mission. Yeah, that's cool, man. That's like a really interesting it way kind of, doing of is, it. isn't it? Because it, and it also made me just think how spoiled we are once again these days with the big red arrows and the yeah. breadcrumb trails yeah, and things yeah, like yeah, that yeah, of just sure. of just not even reading instructions and just running through. I got to the end, and I was kind of like. Ah, oh, I'm I'm an idiot. I should have read my objectives. Yeah, but I didn't. I had much the same thing. Actually, <laughs> I, I I was doing my objective, but um, uh, I didn't. Uh, you're supposed to at the end of the second level. You're supposed to blow up all these canisters, like in the film. You know, when yeah, you, yeah, absolutely. You yeah. say you've got these Set timed bombs. You've got these timed bombs that you should blow sure. up using your watch. Nice, which is awesome. So tight. And I think I did like three out of four, and I forgot to do the last one because ah. like, like the room's full of dudes and machine guns. Yeah. Um, and I, yeah, I got out. I was like, I thought I'd, anyway. But that came up and say mission failed. And I was like, oh, damn it. Son of a gun. Yeah. Okay, so um, the second level. Did you say you, you played a bit of it, did you? I did, because a lot of my playthrough was on that first level. I had to do it three mm. times. And the last time, I absolutely bossed it. I nice. Just, I just ran through going, ah. How <laughs> good everything. did you feel at the end? I did feel very good at yeah. the end of that. Yeah, Plus the, cool. the AK is pretty sweet, isn't it? The AK is pretty sweet, yeah. Yeah, um, the, yeah also just the sniper rifle, you can kind of use it like a rail gun in oh, Quake. Sweet. Where you just sort of run through, because it's almost a one hit. Sure. If you get them in the torso. Yeah. yeah. Well, because it's um, the, the character models, the reason why they're kind of like, they look like they're, they're sort of, Sausages with like like blue animals sort of thing. It's because um, 
uh, dear, dear area, rare, by the way, if you're if you're listening. <laughs> no, but it's area sensitive, so it actually tracks where you're shooting them, and like so, sometimes you hit a headshot, uh, they'll go straight down. But if you shoot yeah. the body or the arm, they'll go down a bit slower. Right, that yeah. makes sense. Which for the time is crazy, right? That is pretty crazy. Yeah, I think I think maybe they were doing it in. Oh, actually, no, it's much later on doing it in PC stuff mm. that I remember. Anyway, anyway, anyway so. You, on the second level, um, yeah. you start off and you go through the uh, you go through like a network of of air ducts. Yeah, because you've just dived down to the dam. And it's sort you, of yeah. picking up the next next scene, and this is also a scene from the movie. Yes. Uh, once again, I I love that they've done that with mm. this game, where they're actually just going. They've looked at the movie as closely as possible and gone. This is probably how that bit works. Yeah. And we're just going to yeah model the whole level over that. Yeah. Um, and then, so this next level is you, you have to sneak through the facility or get through the facility to meet up with 006, Sean Bean. Yep. Um, and, uh, to, Sean Bean monster factory face yeah, stretched over he, a polygon. It's weird because I remember there was a bit where I met old, uh, old Beanie at the end of the level. Yeah. And from a certain angle, it looked, the face looked just like Sean Bean. Oh, wow. And then you moved and it was like, oh, <laughs> oh my God. But just from a certain angle, you had like, that's quite good. This man is a flat face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, so you're going through and you've got your silenced uh, warfare. Yeah. And you Best drop gun in, in that game, by the way. You drop into the toilet and you just start murdering people in the cubicles. Yeah, that's pretty neat. Did you notice that you can actually shoot the guy when you're still in the vent? You can yeah. shoot the guy who's just effectively on the loo. Yeah. It's kind of messed up. You can also shoot his hat off. <laughs> I found because I sort of missed his head a little bit. I just oh. got his hat and it went ping and Brilliant. it flew off. And then you, so, so you go, and then I was just killing these guys in the toilet, and obviously no one was raising the alarm because I had my silence gun. Yeah. Of and then you get out in the hallway, and then you just kind of, again, there's no, you're in this facility, which is this like open level. Yeah. And there's no arrows telling you where to go. You just have to walk around and work out where you're, like, the path. And yeah, it's just a bit of sort of walking around. And obviously there's multiple, as we've sort of, well, as you've mentioned it previously, there's yeah. multiple different, multiple different. There are different objectives. There are multiple which, objectives. Yeah, yeah. Which makes the level make more sense now. Now you've said that, I'm like, oh, that's fantastic. So what did you, so in yours, you just had to go and blow up the tanks. I had to go and meet, meet up with 006. Right. And then blow up the tanks, Yeah. Did you, was there a bit where you kind of get to um, a control room almost mm. uh, that has like a door you have to open from another room? Yeah. yeah, yeah, Was that in a console? Yeah. On the room? Okay. So in that room, there are two guys. Yeah. And I had an AK. Yeah. Uh, and I just <laughs> sprayed them. Yeah. Uh, blew up the console. Ah. <gasps> uh, and then couldn't get through the door. Oh, wow. Um, once again, though, this game, the way it just doesn't hold your hand, yeah. didn't tell me that I'd failed. I it just I literally couldn't get through that door. So I spent like the last couple of minutes of my playthrough um just trying to, to get through that and oh, I couldn't. Okay, that's a shame. Yeah, it was a bit strange. But um but I presume you did you manage to get past Yeah, you go you there? go through all there and then um you get extra bonus points if you don't kill any of the scientists. There's scientists that run past you going, Ah Yeah. <laughs> don't yeah. shoot me like that and stuff. One of those is called Doctor Doke, I believe. Okay. Who is uh, one of the developers. Maybe like the creative director or something like that. I, okay. I seem to remember reading in like Nintendo magazine. The closest <laughs> you, I could get to this You and your home. Nintendo magazine. Cool. So yeah, I, went, I got through the rest of the level. Um, I found uh, 006. And oh, yeah. you talk to him and then he's like, for green and country, James. For, yeah, for, for green. Well, and, he, and then he gets... Does, they actually do the cutscene, don't they? No, so he... He's like holding them off, and then you have to plant the bombs, and the, right. the room is getting flooded with soldiers. Right. Um, and then yeah, you have to like plant the bombs, and obviously, as I said, I didn't plant one. Obviously, and you just run out of door, and then that's the end of the level. 
Okay. I'm saying okay. fails. <laughs> I think there's actually another exit you can take on that because in the film he goes, he jumps on some sort mm. of cargo type thing. Yes, and that's um, in the level. And that's in the level. You can actually yeah. get up onto that can you? and go down. I seem to remember. Mm. Yeah. Oh, that's wicked. It's pretty cool. It just goes to show you the um, sort of the lovely level of detail on this. The level of detail to to adhere to the film. Yeah. Well, so I'm now uh, done with my. Yeah, that's, that was the end How, of my. Oh, that's the end of yours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so um, because I think from there, if memory serves me right, um, they actually go a little bit off script because yeah. there's not enough in the film to necessitate a whole game to pad out a yeah. you know, fifteen. So you game get to go it. on like a ship and things like this and stuff like that. Um, we actually have a question here. Oh, do from we? One of our Twitter users. Okay, it's uh, man. I wish I could paint once again. Yeah, <laughs> our fan. Yeah, um, <laughs> fan. One uh, of our many fans. <laughs> And he says, mm-hmm. um, would these game mechanics be a success in the current FPS climate? Um, control-wise... I think control-wise, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's... But if we go from um, for mechanic-wise, if we go for this, you know, the branching mission structure yeah. um, with difficulty and stuff, I think actually would is something that more games should do for sure. I now this reminded me of something, um, and I still haven't worked out what it is. Okay. But it's a certain game that you play it, and every time you do a level, you do something a little bit differently. Um, maybe I'm thinking of Dead Cells or some sort of roguelike. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, because this whole thing didn't really feel feel like a big long story to me, where I was following the plot. It more felt like a game where I was trying to get my best time per level okay um, but he, I mean that's just how it, just how it felt uh, what I me. like about the um, the sort of adding mission objects and stuff is it kind of gives you it gives you massive replay value yeah but also it adds depth it, this game has as much depth as you want it to be it can just be running through things shooting, I guess shooting. so actually yeah and then it can be like actually I've got to work out where you know like a not very very mild puzzle element of Walking around and like, yeah. you know, working out where things are and all the rest of it, um, and like, you know, piecing together that sort of stuff. So, it's an interesting way of making things harder and adding more depth to something. It really is, yeah. Um, so, well, I guess, Mister Jono, then mm. this leads us up to the um, the big question. Yeah. Of um, do you want to keep playing? Uh, yes. Wow. Yeah, for sure. I really, really enjoyed myself. Okay. The first level was a bit. Once getting to the, I found the first level a bit uh, just the controls are really hampering me, and <laughs> yeah. the level's pretty straightforward and a bit like you. Walk it's down the tutorial it. level, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Um, and I was a bit mad, but the second level just it came alive for me. It really did, and I was really enjoying myself. A massive improvement. Mm-hmm. Um, the levels require explanation. The correct path is not obvious. These are notes I've made. Yeah. Um, this is, your, this is your closing statement? No, no, this is not quite Oh, right, okay, okay. Just making some notes. The guns have a heft and make you feel badass, and there is a mild stealth system in there, which is quite cool. There is a mild stealth. I couldn't really work out the stealth yeah, system. Just, you know, it was it was a nice first stab, it's, wasn't it, really? It's, it's, yeah, for, for the game, for its age, I think, there's, they try a lot of stuff in here, which... They do. There's a lot of new stuff in this. Yeah. We, we shouldn't forget this, actually, because this is from 1997. Yeah. Um, so, do you want to keep playing? Yes. Once I passed the control issue, I really found my groove. Whilst the gameplay is a tad simplistic, the cinematic tone present at the beginning is baked into the entire game. Mm-hmm. And as a result, it's, it is unmistakably Bond and all the better for it. 
Film to game adaptations have rarely, if ever, felt this well thought out and enjoyable. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, so... How about you, man? Well, would I like to keep playing? This is, this. Is, I feel like I had a quite different experience from you. Okay. Um, but just talking this through mm. has actually made me want to go back and play it. So I've, I've prepared a little something as well. Okay, go for it. Um, it's a really interesting game. Totally different to console FPSs these days. This title is really more of a set piece, learn the level, get the best time type affair. Mm. Uh, very similar to a lot of the platformers that we've covered. The sound effects deserve special mention um, as they really convey that Bond feeling. And this is a little sidebar. Whenever a bullet just sort of misses you, and bullets would miss you all the time, mm. there was a lot of bullets flying sure. around. They would do that classic Bond yeah. kind of ricochet sound effect. Also, the music was banging, like full of wailing guitar bombs. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. great. Um, and it adds so much to the game. Mm. Those controls, though... Um, I mean, once I changed them up, I had more fun, but I never felt fully I in kinda, control. Yeah, I kind of got it eventually, but it Did took you? a while, yeah. Yeah. Um, however, the rest of the game holds up quite well. So, for the first time, I'm quite literally on the keep playing fence. Ooh! <laughs> Undecided. Um, but I think after this conversation, I probably will go back and, and, and do some more levels and things. I was... Mm-hmm. I was I was really enjoying just being in that Bond world. And I think this is the best Bond game out there. Probably by quite a few miles. I'd have to replay old Everything or Nothing. Because I imagine that is, might be a game which I remember it being a lot better than it actually is. For sure, yeah. We'll see. Yeah. Um, but it's nice that I think it does hold up. Um, interesting. I was just um, thinking about game, film, game adaptations of films. Oh, yeah. Okay. Which are normally just rubbish. Yes. Like really bad. Because they're yeah. normally, they have to hit the same deadline as a film. And yeah. um, spoiler kids, it takes a lot longer to make a game than it does a film. <laughs> Ooh. Well, not, no, that's a Pro- lie. That's a lie. Probably about the same amount of time, but. It depends what you're making, doesn't by it? By the time that you are thinking about making a game of a film, it's probably already a year into development. So you're. A lot of these game adaptations, you hear horror stories, they're turning around those games in like sort of nine months or something. Yeah, so funnily enough, we've we've had this experience at my company just mm. recently, um, where a film company wanted us. They they will remain nameless. Sure, but they wanted us to do a game to go along with the film, mm. um, and that film was coming out within you know twelve months, oh, uh, which just yeah, it's just not possible. I mean, to do a good job once once you know once you figured out once they figured out what the story is yeah. of their film and all the set pieces and all that sort of stuff, and they want you to do all those bits in there, um, it's just not possible to do a good job, and unless you know everything in mm. you know in an well, awful I remember time. Um, a guy we used to work with. I'm not sure if he was still there actually, but he was he just come off the Terminator. Salvation game. Oh, okay. And I remember him telling us, like, like, yeah, that game wasn't very good, but we made it in eight months. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we're actually super proud of what we achieved. Like, you know, we, we managed to get something out. We actually shipped it in eight months. And I was like, that's fair enough, actually. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's interesting, actually, because Marvel, um, we've been, you know, yeah. saying how much we love them at the beginning of the podcast. Mm. But the Marvel games are, by and large, very bad. Yeah. Um, I remember when the Iron Man one came out um, all just as shortly after the film did. Yeah. And it was terrible. Absolutely terrible. Um, and Avengers is prime for a game. It's 
you would think that yeah. they could just do something absolutely amazing. And in fact, they have changed the way they think about games. Uh, apparently, they... Um, God, who are the ones doing Spider-Man? Uh, oh, in... Sucker Punch? Insomniac. Insomniac? No, you're right. So the guys who did... Um... The guys who did that game. Uh, <laughs> oh, God, I can't remember what it's called now. The Xbox one where you fly around on rails and stuff. Oh, I thought it was the PlayStation one. No. Uh, anyways, the, the, that that um, okay. that Spider-Man game looks really great. Yeah, I'm I th- I'm pretty sure it's Sucker Punch. Um, maybe, in- yeah. Infamous. Yeah. Okay. Maybe. Did, perhaps. Um, but yeah. So and and now Marvel have actually said that they're going to be taking the computer games thing a lot more seriously mm. and actually trying to get everything up. Do you play Hulk Ultimate Destruction? I didn't play that That's one. No, that That's was GameCube kid. again, wasn't it? Yeah, of course. It's really, really your, good. Your favorite console. Best console ever. <laughs> um. Yeah, but this game came out two years after the film, which I think explains why... Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. So oh, that makes a lot of it sense. It was 95 and this came out in 97. So they actually were kind of... This wasn't, you've got to hit your mark. The game's got to come out for this. Yeah, it was just like, yeah. Can I, can I, I imagine it got commissioned after the film, in fact. I wonder as well if um, if it didn't have quite the massive multiplayer presence that it had, mm. if this would be remembered you know, particularly fondly. Um, I think... Perhaps, but not as well. I think this, the multiplayer was definitely the... Um, I mean, make no bones about it, much like Halo, this shifted consoles. Yeah, absolutely. This yeah. shifted um, N64s. Yeah, they did that N64 with the gold controller and yeah. uh, GoldenEye yeah, you pack. Can, you can actually plug awesome. your four controls into the front. You can yeah. split space. Like, playing four-player on a 14-inch portable TV, uh, <laughs> which I think, you know, both of us have probably done in that Absolutely, time. Absolutely, 100%. It is, ooh, it's bad. It's, yeah. But, you know, great fun at the time. Yeah, well, you just sit really close to it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Right, that's it for another week, man. That is. Um, big shout out to Man I Wish I Could Paint for this week's suggestion. Man I Wish I Could Paint. I wonder if he actually can paint. Um, uh, maybe. Maybe. Maybe it's an ironic name. Maybe. Who knows? Who knows? Um, but if you'd like to get in touch with us um, and maybe suggest another game, then all of our social medias are at Keep Playing Pods. That's Twitter, Instagram, Gmail. God, which one have you got? Uh, I've run out. I've run out of uh, social medias. Um, I'll think of one. Second Life is that? No, that was a game. Uh, <laughs> We're at Second Life. Yeah, at, at yeah. Keep Playing Pod. Yeah, the Pod House. Um, just, just address the envelope to at Keep Playing Pod Guildford, and they'll probably find us. Sure, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. PO um, box. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, and we've got a website which we never talk about for I don't know why. It's uh, www.keeplayingpod.com, which you can just stream all the episodes on there. Um, yeah, and if you go to uh, iTunes, you can leave us a lovely rating or review. Um, also, we're available on Stitcher and Acast if you are an Android um, person. Wow. Um, yeah, so just get in touch, and um, you know. Let, and, let us know what you want us to do. And of course, you know, the, the best thing you could possibly do, dear listener, um, because we spend no monies on the advertising and, we, and we're growing this podcast a little mm. bit. So that's quite nice. The amount uh, of wine I buy, we're in a loss. Oh, it's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got to stop bu- bu- buying those hundred bo- uh, $100 bottles of Chianti. <laughs> um, that's 100% what we're drinking. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Of course. Yeah. Um, I assumed it was. I mean, mm. <laughs> and um, yeah, so, so please do, you know, tell a friend, spread the word. 
and uh, leave us a little review on the on the iTunes store. Yeah. Um, all good things to be doing. Subscribe as well. That really helps our first day numbers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, that'd Always be great. Lovely. So, but and yeah, until next week, um, keep playing. Keep playing. Keep playing.